Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In T-minus three, two, one, we begin the fun. Touring our way through the NBA from that big, big apple to the place by the bay. Is your mind buckled in? Because it's time to begin. Welcome into another edition of the Hangtime Podcast. Thank you, Smith, here in Atlanta, sheltering in place, actually, in Marietta, Georgia, during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, but that hasn't slowed us down here on the podcast, talking NBA, talking all things NBA. And today we talk G League, um, one, of, one of the hottest topics out there right now um, concerning the basketball world. And, and nobody better to talk about that with than the president of the G League, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Everybody knows his name, knows his game, remembers him as an NBA player, an all-star, a gold medalist, and all that comes with that. Sharif, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, cool. I'm doing, I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, first and foremost, um, how, how, is, how are you handling things now? How's everybody handling things um, on your end? during this time and and we goes without saying that we hope everybody is safe and sound. Yeah, yeah, thank you and, and, and thankfully, you know, everyone is is, is healthy um and, and safe and, and we're just kind of um, you know, shelter in place and kind of staying out of the way. Yeah. Um but but we're all all safe and healthy and you know I, I wish the same wish the same to you. I appreciate yours. It. Thank you. It's it's uh it's a strange time. I mean, uh, such fantastic news in my eyes with the G League, with the with first Jalen Green's announcement, Isaiah Todd after him were the first two guys, um, high school All Americans who have decided to join the G League, and and what I think is a groundbreaking step for the game. I know that there's been a lot of talk in recent years about. <laughs> the NBA getting their hands on the talent at the grassroots level and, and having a more uh, of a definitive hand in how that talent's developed for you. Um, having been in that same space as these guys, uh, you know, at the top of your class coming out of wheel, um, as you moved into the college ranks, what was, what was most prescient on you, on your list of things to do for these young guys in terms of making that kind of transition from high school directly to a professional uh, realm? It really is just to create an environment that's, that's conducive to them getting better and learning and, 
and um, you know being challenged, but also you know have someone put your put their arm around them. Um, you know that's most important. Um, you know that that we that we really take the time to to you know create a place for them that that they can grow and learn and, and you know start their journey on a as professionals. I I know how important you know that process is for an 18, 19 year old kid to move on to that next stage, whether it's college or whatever you're doing. Um, what about your experiences going all the way from from Wheeler High School here in suburban Atlanta to Cal um, for that freshman year of college, being immersed in not just the basketball program but college life? Uh, what what did you think, looking back at your experience, that was the most important component you have to have to be successful in making just that transition away from home and into a more adult space that you think that has to be applied for these guys making this step now from, from high school to the G League? Yeah, I, I, think, I think the maturity. You know, in a, in a lot of cases, from a talent standpoint, from a, you know, basketball standpoint, they could, you know, in a lot of ways, stand up and, and, and be NBA players, you know, now. But from a maturity standpoint, they need a little, you know, they need a little extra and a little extra time. And in, in that case, that's, that's what we provide. You know, I think, you know, in a day where, where they'll go straight to the NBA, the NBAs will have to, the NBA teams will have to build up their infrastructure to be able to house that, right? But at, at this moment, the kid that wants to come to us and concentrate on basketball and think about his, 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 his class work a little bit, we, we provide that for him. You, you have such a unique blended experience, you know, as a player, um, and, you know, coaching as an executive, working at the league uh, office. I'm curious, what is the onus you think that's this on the, the player and, and making that individual choice, but also on the player development component in the G League and then in the future when these guys transition to that next level, when they, when they get into the draft? And I know there may not have been that infrastructure you were talking about 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Are, are all teams now equipped – NBA teams equipped with the kind of infrastructure needed to to make that transition smoother for the players. Um, I think our teams are so much more sophisticated. You know, uh, you know, teams didn't have G League teams then. You know, twenty twenty six of our teams have their own have owned their own G League teams. You know, the you know two more so twenty eight teams are you know where they operate the G League team so. Our, our teams are so much more, you know, sophisticated in everything that they do. Um, I, I, and, and you see it. You see, you know, young guys that come out and they, you know, take a year, they spend time with the G League, and, you know, then they're off, look up the next year, and they're off to the races. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a uh, unique thing, too. I know that there's been a lot of data um, that you guys have done and compiled on, you know, you can look at historically – where guys rank in the high school class in a given year, how many of those guys percentage-wise, you know, rise up the ranks and become NBA players. But it's such an inexact science. Like, you look back at the guys who were, you know, the top players in your high school class and how many of them made it, how many of them didn't. I mean, there's so many different variables 
not everybody ends up having the kind of career you had where you play so many years, become an all-star, win gold medals. You know, is, is there a gamble in there for these kids that, you know, there has to be some kind of understanding on their part that, hey, you know, there's no guarantee that you end up being the player you think you might be when you, when you make this decision. And there's no guarantees come draft time that after this year in the G League that you get the, the, the spots that you think you're entitled to. Like, I, I, do you feel like they're going into it with that understanding of how much of the responsibility is on the player to continue to work and get better as well? You know, they're so, they're so young. You know, I, it, it wouldn't be fair to say that they do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I think they're, they're eager to get better and, you know, excited to, to, to be a part of it. And then I think as, as a league, it's our job to try to figure out what are the um, backstops we want to have in place. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm curious – the conversations y'all have had with t- the teams, um, this is a, it's an interesting dynamic when you got guys who are playing, you know, professionals, grown men, play, you know, and, and now they're going to have these, these young guys in the league and com- in competition with them. What's been the conversation and the dialogue about how you manage this process for everybody else that's going to be embracing these young guys and, and competing with them? Well, we got to, you know, I think, again, we got to make sure we can build the, flat, the platform that we're saying that they can go out and compete and, and, and have, a, have, a, um, have an opportunity. We have to, you know, choose right, pick, pick the right young men. Like, it's not for everybody mm-hmm. um, is the key. And, and, and in that selection, I mean, as much as it is the players deciding to come to the G League, how much of it is the G League saying – come on and how much of it how much of it is you maybe looking at a player and evaluating him saying hey maybe maybe this is not the right move for you where where is the dividing line in terms of who makes that decision and whether or not y'all are willing to accept those players yeah well look we've been out um you know over the past 18 months well i strickland um you know former nba great has has been out and evaluating players and educating families about our program and you know, in in some ways, you know, folks tell you know tell you they need more information, they need more time, so he he'll you know just spend time with them. Um, but you know, ultimately, I think we we have you know that group and kind of an internal group that's reviewing that's reviewing prospects. I think we have the the right people looking at folks and, and getting the right idea about the young people that that we want to take in the program. Right. And, and is there, I mean, I guess, does each season bring a different uh, dynamic in terms of how many kids you might see make that leap? And, and maybe there's some years that are big, you know, greater classes, maybe one year to another, more talent. I don't know. I don't, I'm curious, how do you, can you put a cap on that from season to season? Or does it always have to just be based on the talent available? I mean, in a lot of ways, it's based on the talent, but, but I mean, there's a, there's a number, you know, I think, you know, in this season, we, we wanted to start small with, with, you know, four to five young guys. Um, I think that's, that's possible. And then, I mean, you want to scale it a, a little, but you want to be responsible in the, in the way you do it. It's not, it, it really isn't about going out and getting all the players. It's more or less getting the, the, the right players. Mm. 
what what has been the uh reaction of the folks in the college basketball community i know you 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 know everybody i know you have relationships around the basketball world what's been that in immediate reaction from folks in college basketball that are worried or curious that this might change the dynamic for them yeah i mean i i think some of what i've some of what i've read it shows that it's like that the, there is some concern um you know you know I, I have friends that coach in college i haven't heard it you know directly from them mm-hmm. but you know i have i have seen, i have seen some of the reports where, where folks are, are worried I guess you know, in in a in a bigger sense too. This is about the global basketball community. I mean, will will this new rule allow international talent to come to the G League? Is this just a for? I don't know if people know what the you know what the dynamics are. Is this just for American high school teenagers, or is this for any teenager no. that wants to come? No, it, I mean it's, it's, it's for the you know elite high schoolers that are tracking towards the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely not just for um, for 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 American kids. You know, there's you know young kids in our academies. We have academies all all around the world. Young kids in, in other places that want to start their their you know NBA or their professional career in the G League. Then we we are option. We welcome them as well. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're at such a different time. I, I wonder. I'm curious what. NBA veteran Sharif Abdul Rahim would have thought about this if, say, this this came up in 2002. Um, if if somebody presented this idea, you're a current player in the you know, league. Do you do you like it? Do you love it? Do you are you ap- apprehensive? What would have been that thought? Look, I think the thing about it, you know, that we all have to recognize is like it's not, you know, it's not the G League, you know, saying let's do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's really the the kids, the young men that have said, you know, okay, we we're going to do this. So you've seen when you see young men get up and they'll go to Australia for the year, or you'll see someone take a gap year. You know, that yeah. says to me that okay, I, I want a, a different route. I want to take you know different steps, right? So you know, in that we have to be able to create platforms for for these young men to succeed. Interesting. You how, how, take take me back to how long this has been in development. How when did these conversations start about um, implementing this kind of change? Because this is not a something that obviously anybody would do um, lightly. I mean, this is a serious change. Yeah, you know, we started back as as, as um, you know, far back as 2018, and I really say it came on the heels of the the NCAA investigation where. We really started to get a, an outcry, you know, you can say first from the basketball community, um, you know, college basketball, um, but, you know, other other luminaries that are, are connected to the game that we should provide an alternate route, that young mm-hmm. men should have, you know, an option. And, you know, so far it's been, it's been good. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like, too, that um... – you know, because you wonder where the push comes from. Um, I feel like there's so much more information available to players, you know, at this stage. Like you said, guys going overseas, going to Australia. Um, I remember I remember what I thought when Brandon Jennings went to Italy. And that was like, it seemed so foreign to me that a kid would go all the way to the other side of the world straight out of high school. I was like, I get going straight to the league, but. 
Yeah, yeah, I think of me at 18, like, there's no way I could have done that. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine it was tough for you going to Berkeley, let alone trying to go, you know, uh, to the other side of the world. But I, I, I think I, – I just think um, is there a, a way to continue to, to evolve with this as well? I mean, this is a huge change, but I would imagine there are going to be more – changes to the basketball dynamic as we see the success um, or how these things turn out, how these players end up faring in this system. I mean, I guess there would be more, you know, more changes and, and more of a different dynamic that we'll see in the basketball world as this continues. I think so. I think so. I think this is, this is, is in some way ushering in um, kind of a, a new way to play, new, new guard to have. Mm-hmm. If we if we look back in a couple of years and say, you know what, this is a great idea, and now, you know, now we expand this group and make this a large group, because I don't know, you know, the G League, you would know better than me, but I know you're not gonna give away secrets, but the G League could be getting larger at some point. That would that expand the pool of players? Obviously, if there are more opportunities in the G League that you guys would have would uh would evaluate and, and consider for this. Process. Yeah, I mean, look, we're we're considering everything, and 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 I think there's you know opportunity to to grow, and um, we want to continue to look at that. Um, but but I wouldn't make I wouldn't make any 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 rash assumptions. But but we do want to want to keep growing. Yeah. How big? And I, I know the team is is going to be playing. Uh, uh, they're going to be based out of LA. Am I correct? We haven't we haven't decided that yet. Hadn't decided, okay. Rumors. I know it's been talked about. Yeah, it's undecided. There's been some rumors about that, but but we okay. haven't decided yet. Okay. Um. So so how do you go about putting the uh, staff together to work with this team in particular? Is it going to have to be a mix of people that are you know locked in on that grassroots level, maybe in in different areas as opposed to strictly professional coaches and and folks that are working with them? Um, yes, you know, we, 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 we're working through, you know, putting our, putting our staff together. We, we, we you know, we have, you know, some good candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the idea is to give the young men, you know, a, a purview into, and, and to, to NBA life and start helping them develop and, and grow, um, as, as NBA players. And, you know, that's in the drills they're doing and how they're studying the game. Um, you know, the terminologies, all of that. And, you know, we think having the best staff possible will will do that. I, lo- I love the idea of it, too. And, um, you know, you think think back to your transition from college to the league, to be able to put together this kind of, uh, a, you know, basically a how-to process, you know, from – from this side of it, from the from the league side of it, to me seems ingenious. I, I'm I'm kind of scratching my head now as to why nobody thought of this sooner, because it will give you so many more to me guardrails in the process in terms of you don't have to worry about guessing what is expected of you as a player when you have uh, you know an internal body that can really teach you, like you said, really pouring into these young guys exactly what they'll need to know to survive as they continue to progress in their careers. I, I would imagine as a player, you know, former player and 
play of your stature, that's got to feel good, too, to be able to impact the game from the inside at that level. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, and, and to see um, the opportunity we have to, to be impactful, to see the opportunity we have to help young men reach their, their dreams, to, to, to also be able to provide them with some important um, tools that I think will, will um, be important for them beyond, beyond just basketball is, um, you know, is, is exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I appreciate it again, uh, G League President Sharif Abdul-Rahim here with us on the Hang Time Podcast. You, in, in closing, you mentioned something interesting, the, the fact that it's not just an on-the-court education for these young guys. I, I know people look at it and say, well, they're skipping college. So, you know, that, as if they're not going to be educating themselves on, on how to manage themselves as adults. But this is interesting to me is that they get an opportunity to really learn how to be pros, like you said, on and off the court without any limitations. Like there's going to be some truths that they find out in this next year, I would imagine, that they wouldn't have seen with a, with a year on a college campus where everything is kind of set up for you and maybe a little bit softer, you know, transition than it is to go right into the professional ranks. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, to, to your point, I think it's a good guardrail. Um... And and you know you kind of have it have it set up to to welcome in welcome them in and, and you know some of the things you do as a first year you can make those mistakes and, and nobody really holds holds those against you. That's interesting. It's it's going to be fascinating to watch and uh, and uh, I think everybody is anxious to see the process to watch the, these first guys take these steps. So. Um, I know you're going to be busy, and I'm glad we got you now on the front end before you get too caught up uh, and don't have any time. So, um, once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, super informative stuff. I think a lot of people are curious about what all these announcements, you know, being made about players who are who are joining the G League fresh out of high school. Sharif Abdul-Rahim, president of the G League. Thank you, sir. Very cool. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Much appreciation for the time from – the president of the NBA G League, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, joined us here on the Hangtime Podcast. I was I was trying to pull teeth there. I know they've got a lot going on with this uh, transition for these high school players uh, to the G League. And I want details. I know we all want to know all the details that are uh, going to be involved with this process. But given the situation, I understand that they can't really divulge everything right now. But it's what a fascinating time for these young guys, for the G League, for the NBA, for the basketball world uh, in general, just watching another wrinkle to that process for American teenagers and really teenagers around the world at the academies he mentioned. Um, Going to be a very interesting process to see how it unfolds at this level. Um, once again, here at the Hangtime Podcast, we're bringing you some of the best conversations we can with all of the movers and shakers in the basketball world during this coronavirus pandemic uh, for my producer, Anthony Bonaparte and everybody here at the hang time podcast. And again, for our guests, NBA G league president, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. We appreciate you joining us and we'll see you next time. This one is done, but in case you want another one, here's the link to all the fun from Sekou Smith's hang time run. Check us out on Apple podcasts, Spotify, NBA.com slash hang time or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time,